you. Yeah, I'm wearing my dungeon Raja Raja heat truck shirt. <laughs> I'm not going to explain that any further. <laughs> um, but if you're listening to this and you link want in the, the, bio. the link to our T Public page, <laughs> <laughs> which you're, you've no doubt had saved on every device for a yeah, while now. Yeah. <laughs> um, welcome to the dungeon, guys. Yeah, welcome. Thank you for having me. Always. Whoa. <laughs> you you shut off your video as you Whoa. said that. Um, we watched three movies all from the same like basically the year in yeah. the mid nineties. We watched uh, Volcano, the Mick 97? Jackson film ninety seven, starring Tommy Lee Jones and Gabby Hoffman and a bunch mm. of other people. Mm. Mm. We watched one mm. of the last films mm. of the great director John Schlesinger. Schlesinger. Uh, Schlesinger's last. Schlesinger. It's not his last. His last is that one with Madonna and Rupert Everett. Oh, um, I can't remember what it's called. But uh, we watched uh, Eye for an Eye, a revenge Whoa. movie starring Sally Field, '96. Eye and I. And then we watched uh, Robert Zemeckis's 1997 Turd uh, Contact. Yeah, what? I'm sorry, it's a turd. It's a bad movie. No, no. <laughs> I was so no, I love it, but it's like no, no, no. no I, you so, don't. So I'm not here to defend the movie, but I'm here to show us how to appreciate. Okay, thank you. Uh, you're a, that's so you're a so midwife. Generous. You're gonna midwife this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Andrew and I were watching this just uh, unspeakably high, and uh-huh. like. That's my it's, first mistake, I guess. It is your first mistake because, like, so Carl Sagan was mm-hmm. a big stoner, and this that movie—that sounds like some ah, stoner, stoner. No, 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 he was. It's documented. He's in interviews. You know saying, who else was a big stoner? It was Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> I know, oh. but it's true. <laughs> it's the truth. It's I the truth. That. Hi, Andrew. I love that truth. He's a stoner. It's all about science seances. Well, yeah, I okay. guess you're right. You're the right. Hype, the, yeah, you got to right. watch it again, Seth. So okay, I'll go back. I'll go I back. I got to send you some and cookies. And Seth Jr., you <laughs> built me to win. <laughs> I will. I'll go back, too. That's amazing. Hi. Hi. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. We we were watching it, and like it really is like a movie. I think that, George like, Washington was also a stoner, though. By the way, I mean, <sighs> I'm just joking. I'm just fucking with you. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can say what you were gonna say. So if you watch it, it's like you can tell. I was always kind of annoyed with this movie before this watch, and then the other watch that I had, which was the most glorious watch of maybe any film ever, was. <laughs> at the Denver Museum of Science and History. It was for oh, a friend's birthday party. Whoa. And oh, a bunch wow. of, so it was like an event there because it's like loosely tied to Carl Sagan's, you know? So yeah. like um, we went there, it was like me and Andrea and like a bunch of other, like sort of, it was like seven or eight people that went there. And every time, and so it was like mostly just like boomers, you know, yeah. who were like, you know, like like seasoned, like oh, let's go to an arts event kind of thing, you know. And we went, we went there, <laughs> seasoned and, boomers. Um, a couple of people that we were that we were with there, um, were high, and every time, 
Matthew McConaughey's face showed up on the screen, they lost it and basically like ruined the movie for an entire like amphitheater full of people. And it was, it was the most glorious. Like I was just like, I was, I was eating it up and and people were so mad. It was, it was so delicious. And usually I'm so like averse to that kind of, thing yeah. you know but i just like no, i perfect i dissolved movie. into the into the the sort of whatever um, zemeckis was imagining the fact that this is zemeckis too i was like when i watched this the other night i was like like who is this is this like godard or something you know this is this is a masterpiece <laughs> and then and then at the end i was like i was like i'm not gonna google anything you know and then it was like robert zemeckis bobby zemeckis yeah a zemeck and a slash Schles, mm, yeah, a Zemeck and a Schles and a on the same week. Um, Incredible, Seth. Can you talk a little bit about why you loved it so much? Contact, yeah. I saw it in the theater. I know, and I remember just being I blown away by the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I, I was think I was like, blo- no, I was blown away. When Sixteen I saw years it. old or whatever. Yeah, just a little idiot for sure. Just a little idiot. But uh, I definitely, I always talk about the. <laughs> I always have the stupid audio comments. I swear this was an audio movie. I swear this was like a check out what our theater can do kind of a, a movie at the mm-hmm. time. Oh. And there's some great audio, there's some great yeah. soundtrack on it. And like the last the last 30 minutes is just a, like a perfect psychedelic. Yeah. It's still a beautiful psychedelic trip at the end of the movie. And it it does all of this exploration of w- w- stupid nerdy techno porn hmm. that is so, hmm. that is still so rich it's almost I, like it's almost like you know av- I, I, people despise avatar but it's like the same kind of like just like letting cameron be can- you know letting cameron yeah, yeah. do his thing for this long and you just can't believe that this movie is allowed allowed itself to do all all of the wandering that it does and but you know they're not that, there are plenty of you know criticisms well too. no but i because i'm this is what's so baffling to me about it maybe because I, everything you just said is are things that i'm totally susceptible to generally uh-huh. like uh-huh. and uh-huh. and it ain't happening for me in I know. oh so what but even jody did Foster's it ever happen great, for jody, you but i i think i think it happened to me when i saw it for the first time and in my memory i liked it this is now the second time i've gone back to it being like Come on, yeah, you're like, be, yeah, like you've been yeah. like Robert De Niro, like walking under like an underpass, being like, "I don't like it," and then backing away from mm. it. No, um, no. well, <laughs> yeah, I keep thinking I'm gonna. No, it's like different because it's like I go to it thinking I'm gonna be taken in with everything mm-hmm. Seth just described. Like I agree with everything you just said. Um, it's not enough of anything. It's is just it not too, doing it for me, yeah. and I don't know if it's that like. But it's like so. This is I, like, I've seen it twice now since I saw Interstellar, which yeah, I, I was going to say. A, but does this is like you can tell that Interstellar is taking some of this clearly to me that, so much further, and in in well, a yes, way that in yes. a way that's like so much more. Yes, I don't well, know if it's the score, if it's like uh, Nolan's like Hans Zimmer score that he's got in there. Yeah, or so he just like wants to one up Contact. Well, he you, did, you, for me, for me, like Interstellar, like puts me into this like frame of mind that makes me question like everything about my life, and it like breaks me down, and I'm like and, totally like, the weeping. Ta- so that and the time is a punishment in Interstellar in a way yep. that Contact 
But you know, it's like so it's, in contact. It's like uh, to me, she's got nothing at stake. Yes, like, I understand she, that. Um, yes, you're exactly right. I don't believe her love for Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> the '90s stakes are well, so. Well, look, I think she basically weird. wants to die. So she can go see her. But father. you know what? So it's it's funny because what are the stakes in volcano? It's like so a couple acres <laughs> of LA. You know, it's like what are the '90s stakes? You know, it's very interesting. Look, '90s stakes. I think that I think that like contact too. Like if you look at it as like '90s stakes. Like it's sort of like fried green tomatoes in some ways, and that it's like Ooh. kind of like yeah a lesbian love story or something. Yeah, yeah, but like preach. Matthew McConaughey mm-hmm. is like. Yeah, is there in trying, some ways trying too. to swoop and like he's so like um you know like every time he's on there he's got the paul walker like just mm-hmm. walked onto the set yes just like he's a person that's like been like mm. has received the gift of piercing eyes and a kind of presence and so he just sort of like stares off and looks benignly intense and then it's like i i like honestly like matthew mcconaughey huge lifelong stoner too like i feel like this movie like the keys to this movie are like weed weed. and or mushrooms at the end in the weeds that and also like a sort of in the weeds uh, like deleted scenes of like this movie is in the weeds it does you're right oh that's so interesting so okay let me just say one more thing about weed which is uh, and uh, that this movie there's just something going on with this movie where it's like not available to me mm-hmm. because like most of the time when you get when you guys or other people talk about like weed experiences even though I never can like use weed basically I like can't handle it at all I like know what you're talking about I have yeah. those experiences in like other way like yeah, yeah yeah I can relate to them I have them in some yeah. other ways like they're not foreign to me. Like, yeah, the experiences. yeah, yeah. It's not but like you like, don't understand what they are. But yeah. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about about this movie. Like, uh, <laughs> it has to do with like wanting. So it's it's like wanting what's happening to just continue endlessly. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think that there's a way a in which it. the plot like opens oh. up in this way that it's not like super tricky in ten different dimensions. Mm-hmm. It's like a pretty standard narrative arc. Yeah. And like Oh and, and, and ooh, so ooh, it's so, the edging too, isn't it the edging? It is the edging, yeah. <laughs> it's totally edging. She yeah. like if you if you put me God in forbid that, any of us ever try to make a point on this podcast. If 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 you put me in the in the sort of machine and drop me for eighteen hours, I'm just edging in that little cockpit. Yes. What does she like, keep? What does she what keep repeating? What the movie itself is just edging oh. you so hard. The view edging the viewer so hard. What does she keep for, repeating? Like, like I am okay. I am okay, it, okay to go. Okay to go. I'm okay to oh. go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. that's 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 the Seth Parker move is just you hear oh, like from a couple keep... rooms away like yeah. I'm okay to as go. I'm dying as I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a great. Oh. That's beautiful. No, no, I mean I'm I don't really have anything invested in like defending this as a movie or anything. I just happen to like have like a really amazing time watching it. Yeah, and I had such oh. an amazing time watching. Um, Andrew and I watched Eye for an Eye yeah. too, and like aside from it being like horrifically traumatic, it's also oh. like so 
interesting and like comp- yeah. like I got really sucked into that in a way that I didn't get sucked into like absolute power or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Mm, like mm. but like all these movies were like so I think because of the time period, like I was just like, you know, it's like the the Van Sant from Heat is mm-hmm. is in contact. Like, you know, like all these uh, all, fit, fit, Fickner. Yeah. Like all these people were like uh you know in I think it's just I it's don't. The 90s. It's, it's the nineties. It's like it's, where is Jack Noseworthy in these movies? Yeah, seriously. Oh. Like he's he's got to be baby bear, baby like. There's got to the be a nose baby bear. Then there needs to be a a, a noseworthy cut. <laughs> um, Wait, so they're all ninety seven? Did you say they're all ninety seven? Well, I for ninety six, but yeah, okay. they're basically all the same Whoa. period of time. Um, I kind of want to make a basketball reference that's a mm-hmm. little out there. But I, oh please! Well, so I was thinking earlier about maybe maybe in order to timestamp this, I should say that the Celtics just won Game Seven against the Philadelphia 76ers just before we recorded this. Mm-hmm. That's really psyched. I'm very psyched about that. So it had me feeling in this like pretty expansive way about basketball, and mm-hmm. I was thinking about the importance this. of like effort and mm. how okay, like you could do the same things. Like, uh, you could have all the same strategies and make all the same decisions, but if you do them with just a tiny amount less force, they, mm-hmm. like, don't work, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ti- yeah, the timing so or whatever. With movies, I think that applies, like, even more. It's like, when we do this mm. thing, like, or I do this thing when I try to, like, describe what's brilliant about a movie I love, like, I end up talking about these things that, that, are, that are the reasons, but the reasons... Mm that it works or that like those things, not only are they good decisions, but they're executed in this like um, completely like passionate way or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and like, there's something about, is it, it the tone? It, it, maybe I'm like left a little cold by mm-hmm. contacts. Like, I think, I think what it comes down to is like lots of movies have a love story in them. And it's like, do you actually think there's like, like yes. passionate, okay. like okay, that's what's like interesting. Fuck too. vibes in that no, it's like story. dad vibes. It's like dad fuck vibes. I mean, that, no, that's those just are like there. a larger issue in like casting. I think you yeah. know where it's yeah. like, you know, McConaughey is like, the, but like both. Well, both of them are so compelling to look at, but yes. they don't yep. seem like they're part of the same world. She's right? so wonderful. She's an amazing actress, and I remember like thinking at the time I was writing down this thing like. This like I I just remember there being this thought that she was reacting against like where wherever the industry was trying to take mm-hmm, her, mm-hmm. and you got what Silence of the Lambs and a few movies, and then it's like Nell was Nell. a big one, and then this one, and they're all like this. It's just so interesting thinking about her blindness in uh, Silence of the Lambs, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. and this is you know all about the hear you know hear you you're blind to everything but you're hearing it and then yeah. kind of parsing yeah, you're tuning in what you've heard. So yeah, what it, I, and, I don't know. I need and to Nell, what is she's mute? Is she almost mm-hmm. mute? I think so, uh, but not not deaf. I've never seen Nell not blind. It's just so interesting, like what Nell and Void, what she's chosen, like to take away in each thing, as a as a constraint and as a, a mm. yeah, an industrial constraint. I mean, yeah. it's really really interesting. Yeah. Uh, but like, so this as a choice in a movie was just fascinating. But you're right, like the chemistry doesn't. And she I, has I, more, but I blame McConaughey. She, she I blame McConaughey. More, I, I'm I'm not even talking about it being her fault or anything. Yeah, no, 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 like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, 
she has more chemistry with uh, with Hurt, with John Hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, I really wanted <laughs> her to amazing. get down with Van Sant, you know? Yeah, like, I yeah, think everybody Fickner, does. Yeah. Everybody oh, yeah. wants to see the deleted scene where they get kind of dirty. Yeah. Um, He's mm. amazing in this movie, Bill Fickner. He's, oh, is he the, he, the blind guy? Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. He's the only person, like, in maybe a mid-90s film that I want to hang out with. Yeah, yeah, You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, he's just, like, inhuman scale. You yep. know? Like, he knows what he's doing. He's not a dickhead. Mm. Like, he's sort of, like, um, he he's so unusual mm. in terms mm. of, like, like uh, a character but it is like like they like he should have been like the sexual chemistry with her yeah, you know yeah and um or Great like point. or they just should have let it be like a lesbian love story or something too yeah, you know yeah. like because it's just like the the whole movie is like you know like i think what's interesting about it is like when mm. she like for me the parts that like really blew me away were like andrew and i laughed so hard when she's like like a lot of things like really worked like when she's like excuse me and you think it's going to be something about like the, the contact situation and she's like i need to i need to find a really great dress and then oh, she, yeah. sh- she shows up and she she looks like she's in like a party in like the little women with gabriel Byrne yeah, or something yeah, like, yeah, maverick, she's like yeah. in, in a renaissance thing. like i, I think like, she like she is hundred percent, hundred percent, ninety four. I think. Mm. I think I think she just like 95. she nails being like a kind of fish out of water and a person with a different set of priorities than whatever's happening around her. Like you sort like yeah. I really bought it this time that like I really loved it that she's not like fuck God I hate God or whatever, but yeah. she's just like look that's like over here. Like yep. I just don't mm-hmm. think about that. And she's like I loved it this time when she was like. Um, when the the priest or whatever says like you know we don't always know why things happen or whatever and she's like if I would have kept his me- his medicine downstairs I yeah. could have gotten to it in time you immediately like there's really great characterization in that you see how that would be this yeah. ripple effect that she's living through like that she mm-hmm. and, and and how thematically that works so well with her like sort of scanning, I know, just like this the kind of yeah, peeling nuance. back peeling back these signals it's yeah. How powerful. Mm, and then just kicking mm, away everything that was in her way and everything that would be like extraneous to like, I don't know. Like I find her oh, super compelling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's compelling to and I, the, I just right underneath this, uh, peeling back the signals, it was said like nowadays, I wrote down nowadays cynicism is the protagonist of the movie. It's mm. like, it's, it's mm. that it's like there's an optimism that's the protagonist of the movie wow. contact that is so it's hard to kind of ride with it now, I think, especially. And like that, it's not even hope, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, there's just something about. Just just like, uh, it's not even what truth would be. It literally is just like pursuit of truth. I like like something that doesn't really fold up easily into like optimism, but it's sort of the same tone, which is like, the mm-hmm. Carl Sagan note of like being this kind of pu- like publicizing or like being the kind of like public intellectual or like science communicator guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like thinking about that, like like we like are hardcore like Sagan like devotees. Yeah. And like 
every, in every facet of him, even though I'm sure he was a total dickhead in a lot of ways, but like, I just <laughs> no, I think, love him. Yeah. like, I just think that like that tone of like, for me, the most compelling part of Carl wonder. Sagan is that he's telling the truth, but the truth is full of wonder. Yeah. So like when he's talking like his whole like billions and billions things, he's just like, it's not like I think that there are aliens out there because I believe in like the extraordinary. It's because just mathematically that makes the most sense yeah. to me, you know, or it's, it, it's like believing it really is like sitting with the fact that you you can't rule it out either. It's like Yeah, it's a kind you, of you have to just sit with the not knowing. Yeah. It's it's maybe a kind of stoicism instead of cynicism or yeah. something. There's a kind of but like that, that's what's so beautiful about the end of contact when she, you know, the last thirty minutes of this ride for her mm-hmm. of her wonder and you're looking at you know, at her looking and it's just this like the cry you know, her tears. I mean, an amazing performance of like this profound experience that she has and the and, like, funniest... capable of this other like beyond also just the the comedy of watching it like as a poet like i don't know anyone who's mm-hmm. a poet that it's won't so funny. bust it like you can you can bust out like yeah. they should have sent a poet in any context, oh, it's, it's incredible. In any, shit. In, it's it incredible just, shit. It's it is like an invisible hand grenade. You can. What did she oh, say? Oh, She's no, like, the whole poet, these... poetry. They should have sent a poet. Yeah. The uh, spiel and the spiels of, in the just of the nomenclature stuff is insane. What is that in contact? Yeah, 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 in contact. I like I like what you're saying, best. The one thing that's winning me over here is the idea of like that the movie's about her like clearing away everything to listen kind of like, yeah. it's like, um, I found re- that's why I found it really emotional. I yeah. Think, because it's so, what's that? Like the wolf's call or whatever, you know? It's oh like, yeah. She's the ultimate listener. Yeah. You know, I we mean, should watch silence. Did you have, you saw, did you see the Scorsese? Movie? Yeah. 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 I don't know what that is. I, I oh. actually did. I think I might've like, I, I might've given up at a certain point. I know. Yeah. It'll get you. It'll, it'll, you'll give up. Well, it, you what part the, of what the, you were just saying was reminding me of this um, a bit of Jonathan Edwards that I read in that Susan Howe quotes in one mm-hmm. of her books, where she I guess Jonathan Edwards in one mm. of his notebooks maybe wrote that he was trying to extricate all questions from the least confusion by words or by ambiguity of words, so that the ideas shall be left naked. Hmm. Oh, and and that's like like the Whitman. Uh, yeah, I like this idea of like clearing everything away so you can hear, or like simplifying the language so you can understand, or mm-hmm. yeah, like pairing things the ability down. to do the 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 privilege to do that is she can't amazing. be in love with Matthew McConaughey because she's got other things going on. Well, that's what I loved is that like you so like think that. It's like she does care in yeah. the narrative and like he's I mean, the part of it that annoyed me is like him being like basically trying to like ruin her life out of being butthurt. You he know, cock blocks her ability to do uh, chaotic yeah. transport. Yeah, exactly. I'm just Space. like, like, that's the <laughs> part where I'm block. just like and I used to like really hate the McConaughey character, you know, um, yeah. but now I, I just I just find him. I don't find him convincing at all or interesting, but I like, yeah. I did, I was moved at the end when he's like, I believe her, you know, like, it's a, I really It's a like good way that. to end it. Yeah. Yeah. Like 
there was a lot of like I didn't so I didn't believe the love story so much as I believed like a sort of philosophical like realignment in these characters, yeah. you know? Oh, that's yeah. nice. Which is I think what you're supposed to feel, you yeah. know. But it's like it's just such a textbook, like cookie cutter kind of like way to handle narrative that it makes sense that it's like a fucking Robert Zemeckis movie. Yeah. But it, it totally works for me. And it totally works for me, like as a comedy and mm-hmm. as like, it doesn't mm-hmm. work for me as a love story really, but it works for me as a sort of like, yeah, you know, uh, ups- the, the, I believe her obsession, you know, yeah. like huh. we just watched the, va- the, the American vanishing like an mm-hmm. hour ago. Mm-hmm. And like, oh shit! Is it on a streaming service? It's on like HBO or something. Oh shit! And so yeah. like different ending, right? Time. Yeah, it's it's different. Have you yeah. seen it? I still haven't seen it. It's it's. I kind of really liked it. Like, is it? Uh, uh, yeah. It's, well, okay. We shouldn't. Spoil it, we gotta. We gotta. Anyway, we gotta I was just thinking that. about it in terms of, uh, I don't know, something that's like lost to, lost to time here. Oh, but no, I, I was, hold it. No, is it's it not okay. not just like where it's, it's willing it's willingness to go certain places or 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 take well, the movie certain places. Just sort of like I think that it's less about the movies and more that like I'm able to appreciate movies in general now. Well, like I feel mm. like my attention has changed mm-hmm. in the last couple of months, and so I'm just like it's sort of like you put anything in front of me that's like reasonably yeah. well thought out, and I'm just like, what? Yeah. You know, like I I feel <laughs> like I feel like the sort of dumbest smart kid in high school mm-hmm. right now, you know, where I'm just like, have y'all guys ever heard of Shakespeare? This stuff is good, yeah. you know, <laughs> and like just like discovering things no, that are all like that's all of us kind of kind of good, you know, mm. um, so cute. But can can we get into like eye I, ha- I have I eye for an eye I mean yeah, I please. also I just like to ask. there's a lot like the there's the, some like, dungeon there like can, like can we talk about the crime like the the the, the, the ice crime the crime or the, or yeah the, ooh. sure sure I mean I don't want to talk about like I just think it's like really effectively put on screen mm-hmm. in a way that like traumatizes the fuck out of me yeah I I didn't believe. Um, Kiefer Sutherland in that character like I thought he was like a simplified version of like just like an evil thoughtless aggressive yeah. you know, like, impulsive guy like I didn't Bob think that I guess yeah. you, that's what I was thinking of because like he's he's the sort of protagonist in the vanishing the American one mm. so you see him like mm. tonally be like sort of obsessed in a different way you huh. know I think that's where I was coming to like his obs- he just seemed like a dick and an asshole yeah. You know, um, but he he wasn't that compelling. And the 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 ways that they made him scary was like by making him like sort of like just hardcore 90s, like just like wallet Mail. chain, like having a wallet chain <laughs> is like like, whoa, easy. that's the biggest crime he committed was having a wallet. I chain. mean, honestly, <laughs> you're like a little gooey scar. I'm not ready to commit to that, but I would I understand thinking that way. Yeah. <laughs> it's the part that fa- affected you the most. It is the part that affected me the because every time he shows, like how you feel, it's like how you feel about long borders. It really is. <laughs> it really it is like the these Amazing. differences that are like aesthetically <laughs> glancing things that I feel protective of, yeah. or like choices that I never made that I even knew not to fall for back yeah. then. You know, yeah. like. <laughs> oh. Um. 
My oh. f- the reason I wanted you guys to watch I for night was uh, is actually the the chub chat. You want to do no. chub chat? Oh, okay. oh, we could we can chub chat, but no the um Keith David Philip Baker Hall buddy comedy that's going mm. on like I could have gone for three more hours of Keith David in this movie. Give me a this is such a good show idea, like not sitcom, but like drama of like every week Keith David and Philip Baker yeah, Hall they avenge a death, help someone murder someone, like. Yeah. It, 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 incredible idea and like whoever wrote the, like i don't did the, do you think the writing said like it's got to be like an old man and like a much younger man <laughs> and like that they work out of a garage <laughs> it's like, fucking amazing to have those two actors like like such different actors you know like it's it's a Keith little David bit... is like action movie. He's in like every action movie you've ever seen. And Philip Baker Hall is in like every drama you've ever seen. Can I just and... say, in case Keith David is listening, I love you with my whole heart. Oh, in- an incredible David. actor. I think I told you guys I looked up on my letterbox. Like, it just like I got a wild hair to see like where he is in my list of like mm-hmm. most movies watched uh-huh. by an actor. And he's like firmly entrenched in my top 10. Uh, okay, wild. you're doing you're doing some stuff right then. Yeah, you know. Well, because he shows up in Seagal movies, like he just yeah. When he does show up, it's an, an incredible moment. And the, the 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 movie opens up. Yeah, it opens up in all these weird. He's in Volcano too. Have we alcoves? Talk about every time oh. I see him in a thing, I'm just like, yes. I know it's the best. He's a great actor. Really great. Oh, actor. oh yeah, you're really hammering out some Keith David. Oh yeah, man. Movies. I got a. I have a logistical question for you. Yeah. Um, so there's a part where do you have to poop? I'm lagging in my duties, but I don't have to poop. <laughs> I mean, I am Mr. BM now, but um, we can I, save that for. Another. <laughs> yeah, we can take it off the menu. We can go into the bathroom. Um, just, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, what was it about? Oh no, I did it to you. Again. No, no, no. We just like catch me up a little bit. Um, no, I can't remember. We were talking about Keith David. No, we were talking about Keith David. Um, I've been looking at these weird notes. Ah, shit. I'll I'll circle back around. It's fine. Oh, no, no, no. So Tommy Lee Jones jumps up on a car. I really want to, like, look at this scene as closely as, like, say, the avalanche in Force Majeure. Oh, one of the jumping scenes? Yeah, so he's jumping. Like, there's lava flows all over the place. He has his, like, plucky daughter in his arms, and he just, like freestanding like jumps yes. from uh-huh. like from i think he's just standing and then he just like jumps like maybe four feet like, like hagar his fucking vertical like, like hagar not, like, like mike hagar <laughs> i just want to like <laughs> mayor hagar <laughs> but like uh, public servant <laughs> <laughs> another but what, public what servant. are his haunches like do you have haunch awareness oh, wow does uh, Tommy Lee Jones have have like strong haunches? Would you guess? Man, haunch haunch awareness. Awareness. <laughs> that just sent, sent me into like a. I'm, that's like. <laughs> like says so, 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 do, do I? So it's like you're asking me, do I have haunch awareness? Yeah. Oh do, do, did you have haunch awareness? I, what you made volcano? me realize is I have like an alarming amount like, of haunch awareness that like I don't really want to profound. explain. Right now. <laughs> Like Willem Dafoe a has amazing haunch haunches. Words. I might be a haunch guy. Yeah, Willem Dafoe has hardcore haunches. <laughs> so um, Scott Glenn has like haunches for days in that. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! That movie where we see him like half yeah. naked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Man of the Running Man. 
Yeah, yeah. Like the like haunches are super interesting. And so yeah. like he's like I think that the if there is a kind of sex appeal to Tommy Lee Jones in this film, it's other than it's in the haunch. It's wondering about. I got a haunch. You might be right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it's like when we watched Romeo and Juliet, and uh, and John Leguizamo's sexiness was all in the metal heel of his boot. It's you know, true. Mm. it's true. Like it's located in. Oh, certain so it's people. the boot. It's and Tommy really, Lee it's Jones, it's the haunch. Licking, I would like licking the to, boot. I would like to run some experiments on the ability to because there's two times in this movie someone jumps while carrying a person. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because the uh, we should get the actor's name. Who the most the, incredible the Zodiac killer. Um, the uh, most incredible scene I've ever. Uh, hold on. Uh, him getting melted from the feet up and ba- basically ending up a bobblehead. Well, is and he's amazing. He's what's his name? Uh, he's um, in Fargo. He's the husband. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that guy's name? He's Robert Doob. No, <laughs> no, not that guy. <laughs> Well, he is a, he is a dungeon dungeon savior for sure, Robert right. Dube, um, and also not, the la- lava Robert guy. Dube. I don't know who the lava guy. Yeah, name. I'm I'm gonna find it. You guys can keep talking. Oh oh oh! <laughs> wait, I did write down. We're talking about. Are we talking about volcano? No, we're not talking about volcano, right? Yeah, now. we're talking about volcano. It's talking about oh so- John John Carroll Lynch. Oh, thank you. Is the name of the actor. Uh, he's a great actor. His first film was Grumpy Old Men. I'm just looking at this now. Oh, it's his first movie? He's in Feeling Minnesota. That's a movie? Yeah, well, and, and you know, the Soundgarden lyric. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, he's in uh, Volcano. Mm. Face Off. Can can Zodiac. I spin you back around? To, can we do a yes. little bit of Busey talk? You all have any Jake oh, Busey oh. in uh, Jake Busey in, in contact in contact as the terrorist. Mm-hmm. Fair to call him a terrorist? Yeah, I didn't know look, what it, what it said. Look, what it I've I've movie. raised this before. You know, in the in the spirit it. of religion, intellectual freedom, we don't know the ideology entirely of his yeah. apocalyptic cult. Of his like maybe they had some good ideas. No, it's true. It was just John Bur- John Brown's birthday the other day, and it always makes me think about like how sometimes right. people, crazy people who go kill a bunch of people, have really good reasons, and they should it's, do it. It's, it's, it's the, the right zone. thing to do. Like, yeah. It's a Christopher walking in the dead zone kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, huh. Yeah. Well, so the thing that really impressed me is that I, th- I think I texted you guys this, but Jake Busey, in the moment that he hits the button to set uh-huh. off the bomb, I think he does some of the best face acting I've ever seen. It, like, uh-huh. it is like the tortured Ooh. face of a man setting off a bomb. Like, his face really looks like he's about to kill himself in real life. Like... Yeah. It's an incredible it's a face. Gift. That he it's made. a gift. I would encourage his buseys anyone... are right at the edge, right at the edge at all his, times. His buseys, uh, the, these, the, these the buseys were dialed up, man. His buseys, his were... buseys were dialed. <laughs> he got his buseys. He dialed up his buseys. His bu- when you say buseys, are you talking about teeth or eyes? I'm talking about Jake buseys. Jake, Jake, Jake buseys. No, I his, like to think like that his, like his buisance, his like buisance, on every busey jaw, there's just like dials that are hidden that you can just like <laughs> dial in or dial back. Like the Frankenstein dial. Like if you really need to just like, like if you're not going to eat anything for a while, but you're going to be in a movie and you need to really like show your intensity, you dial yeah. down those incisors mm-hmm. a good half inch. And yeah. 
and then just like stare. Um, but I, I thought that eye for an eye was very hider in the house at the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the house becomes the scene of a lot of like Ooh. hiding and misdirection kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait. Pops to Gidget for like shooting. Do you him. think you'd be fooled by a towel hanging in a shower? Maybe. Like, if you if you were walking towards <laughs> a shower To kill somebody. To kill it. <laughs> to kill a person. <laughs> would you be fooled by a towel hanging in the shower? I think I might be if I was yeah. like that psychotic. Like you, you, he is. Yeah, you know what we need. We she rope su- the hell out of him. It's an impressive move. We need more like sort of subjective camera work from uh, from Kiefer Sutherland's perspective to show how crazy he is because that's the part that I didn't buy. Mm. Maybe yeah, is he just it's seemed more s- overselling. Yeah, it's overselling his expertise or something. Mm. You know, he's a. Yeah, you believe Gary Busey and Hyder in the house is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need you be- we need, something. Yeah, we need Gary Busey. Kiefer's, I mean, you know, Kiefer's not Kefir, bad. Kefir. Kefir. I mean, I fear. Well, eh, maybe it's the direction of the movie that is really. Fa- I just think the the way the the first attack is filmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the like innocence of the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, uh, and the and also the like, the great like um, disembodied cell phone tension, like mm-hmm. great wipes, great Sally Field wipes. Really good wipes. When she's like Sally thinking oh, God, she's and scrumptious, ex- scrumptious wipes yeah. on Sally. We're all <laughs> very into Sally Field in this film, of course. She's fifty in this movie. I look at her. 49 she looks 50. so good. She looks yeah. so good. Yeah. Was she fifty? Yeah, fifty year old snack. <laughs> <laughs> she's clopping yeah. in this movie she clops with those shoes mean? well they show her shoes and then there's one scene where she just clop 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 is she clopping which i thought seth might get a, a big excitement out of it didn't occur to me you'll, you'll hear we'll it get, next time we'll give you it needs time. to be a horse for, you'll me to, <laughs> for me to really relax into the club. I'm so gonna just Google like like Sally Field riding a horse like immediately after we're done here to see if there are any films. She probably and does. then we can do an experiment. Uh, like uh, I haven't really explored. Sally Field riding with Robert Dube on a horse. <laughs> Wait, I told you. Uh, but I forget if I told Seth this. I, I know I was texting. I think it's when Seth wasn't paying attention. But... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I um, I rented a house once for my friend's bachelor party, and because we like we did this thing where we were just playing like lawn games all weekend, mm-hmm. and we uh, rented a house on Cape Cod, and I rented a house in um, Barnstable. Ooh, I think Barnstable. Ooh, Barnstable. Uh, from a man named Bobby Doobie. Whoa. Um, and his name, his last name was spelled D U B E. Mm-hmm. I should. Oh. I mean, it, if he's still, we'd Bobby love to Doobie. have you on, Bobby Doobie. Um, he was a a weird guy. The house was <clears throat> kind of a dump, but a person, a perfect place to <laughs> rent with like a group of like you know sixteen like dudes who are just like yeah, drinking beer like and Rivers Edge. Him. But I remember <laughs> Rivers Edging. The funniest thing is that there was a hot tub. He likes. He like sold it, sold like the uh, what do you call it? Like the 
the listing, like the Airbnb listing yeah. or whatever, like made a big deal about this hot tub. And then we got there and there was like a sign on the hot tub that said, don't use the hot tub or you might electrocute yourself. <laughs> Oh my and then God. people, of course, tried to use the hot tub, and somebody like got a jolt. Oh <laughs> like, my God! That's awesome. They were fine, but it was it was scary. Like, was there pee pee hanging out? Like Kiefer was there? Like Kiefer's pee pee hanging out? Him? Wait, is his pee pee hanging out? In uh, that I didn't pause it when, on that when one he's scene. peeing. On when the he's peeing, house. which they're gracious to let oh, him pee. I didn't, it's almost I didn't like see his pee pee. Said he's marked, and then he like. Then he, t- he sees her in her car, and he turns, and he's still unzipped. And you know he's unzipped. Mm. You're mm. looking at his face, mm. and you know mm-hmm. you know him. I, he's a dirty I, dog. You know him. It's, an, it's hanging. an implied PP ham, I think. Yeah, that's a PP ham. Hang, PP ham from Kiefer. Um, we should talk more about volcano. Yeah. Ooh. Great Los Angeles movie. Yeah, yeah. This movie is like really excited about Los Angeles. Yeah, this it has was, to be like a. Bunch I love of LA at the in, end. In uh, yeah, LA plays itself. Like I'm sure mm. this is in there. It's yeah, so, I think it is. Yeah, it, I mean, I've never been, but it's exciting. I'm like, oh, that's where that parking garage must be. Yeah, that's yeah, where yeah, the Sinai. Yeah. <laughs> that's where the Cedar Sinai parking garage looks like. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just like this fun. I guess it's always like a geographic. Especially like geographic city or something. Yeah, you have to yeah, no. Like it's fun when a it's fun when a movie is excited about where it is. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, we talked about this when we watched The Firm. We talked about like I think I talked about how into like how The Firm handles Memphis. I was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, beautiful. And I think this movie is like it's just so excited about being in L.A. And like Mick Jackson also directed uh, the Steve Martin movie L.A. Story, which is like very similarly excited about exploring Los Angeles and like uses some of the same landmarks uses like a very similar opening montage to the movie mm-hmm. uses the same like fonts and cutscenes and stuff mm-hmm. like, um, so anyway, good work by Mick Jackson. Also the director <laughs> of th- threads. <laughs> oh my God. That, okay. I can't believe that so, we've seen this and not, not seen threads yet. It's going to be amazing. Well, there there's a lot of waiting for impact in a lot of these movies. You yes, know? yes. There's yes. just the 20 minutes till the missiles hit Ooh. in like yeah. all three of these. You know? yeah. This is going to happen. This is what you, this is what the ideal thing. Like this would be the best thing to do. Okay to go. Okay to go. Okay, to, okay go. to go. Okay to go. That's the thing of the edging again. Yes, edging yeah. with this lava. Yes. Wow. Oh my God, the lava. I've never thought about edging the lava. Yeah. That's yeah. so nice. But you'd need some protective gear, but you could do it. Oh, yeah. protective gear to say the least. The the poor that poor woman um who is Anne Hesh's character's friend, oh, the yeah. other seismologist. <laughs> that's a <laughs> tough way to go. It is. In that fissure. It is. I was Oof. I think about that fissure a lot too and like what it's like, like the timing of like everything falling apart so that the worst thing you've ever seen in your life is completely irrelevant 10 seconds later, yeah. you know, like walking out and then being stunned and then everyone is freaking out, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That, I guess that's an, that would be an aspect of any kind of like disaster, right? Is there yeah. like your subjective experience when it like comes to your physical space, you know, and then yeah. it opens up into something else too. There's mm. a great, 
like sort of version of that, like a different kind of that in Rampage when uh-huh. um when the Wyatt. What are the bad guys' last names? Oh, what? Uh, what? it's like Hayden. Hayden. Wyden. Wyden. Yeah. With the uh-huh. uh, when the Wyden dude. Um, like uh, the southern end guy, like let let's get mm. lets him go outside, and he just immediately gets destroyed. <laughs> but yeah. they're like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like you've been with this guy, he's like freaking out about giving up the evidence or whatever, and like mm-hmm. he's like so relieved that he gets to like go be free, and now he like. Uh, I may be handing it to him in that moment because yeah. he didn't know what hit him and he was like, all right, things are going all right. You know, yeah. as opposed to like getting like melted, like right after you're like, oh, I'm fucked. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, he's free. Yeah. You know? It's a good movie that, that rampage. Yeah. Did you, I, it was me and you who watched it last night. Yeah. Seth Parker, did you watch it last night? No, I bless your hearts. I would, or do you just I watch it every night? I, might bed? I had it on. I've had it on several times. Like I started with the kids and they're like, let's watch more of that. And like we, so I'll get like 15 mm-hmm. minutes in several times. I need to just like kind of skip ahead and go do to the kids like chunks. it. They do. And like it's more because it's like a monster movie, totally up their yeah. alley. Yeah. And there's like the flipping I'm, off and the. Oh, the, yeah. The, man, you know, George flips that the bird. George, does George yeah, do a little. Do, does I laugh so too? hard every time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. It's yeah. so funny. George is the best. I uh, Praise George. I, I was watching it with the sound off, like in bed, and like Andrew's like, you know, go going to sleep. She's like, I don't mind if you have it on or whatever. No, of course she doesn't. She doesn't mind. Like, no, to, she not, she doesn't I'll tell you like, what, she's not going to mind. She's yeah, not gonna yeah, mind. She's not gonna mind. Yeah, having rampage that, on. Having I'll rampage. T- tell her that. Well, it, this is also. I think <laughs> Rampage is the same person that did uh, San Andreas, right? It's Brad Payton. I, I believe that's correct. <gasps> yeah. Two perfect films. I know. I what haven't other seen Brad San Payton yet. movies are we missing we out on here? We gotta do Wait, it. Wait, is there Andreas. more Payton? Payton Place. Peyton's I would place. roll around in whatever that dude. I don't. Th- he can't actually be a good director, right? He just happens. <laughs> he to directed be... two amazing films. Bunch of Peytons. Uh, let's see. He did Journey to the Mysterious Island. Uh, <laughs> he ooh. did Incarnate. Mm, uh, Incarnate. I don't really know any of these other movies. <laughs> well, they're Cats on the dogs. The Revenge of Kitty Galore. These are oh. all going in the dungeon. These are yeah. going to the top of the queue. We might have to watch this. The voice work in this movie appears to be done by Bette Midler, Nick Nolte, and some <laughs> other people. Mm. That seems good. Okay. Kid lo- kids love Nick Nolte. Yeah. <laughs> the kids really freak out for Nick Nolte. <laughs> Tale as old as time. Yeah. Oh. Yes. What happens at the end of Volcano? I kind of... I was trying to think like, so after they blast out Mm. the building and whatever, it's supposed to go in the, oh, it goes into the, it goes into the storm drain, the the huge. Yeah. Yeah. Drain. They get it. They knock down the big building to divert it into the like river or whatever, the storm Mm -hmm. drain. And then it gets, and it builds a new continent. It builds a whole new continent. (laughs) And then, uh, and then it starts raining and then Anne Hesch gives Tommy Lee Jones and his daughter a ride home. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and it's unclear to me the degree to which there's yeah. you know what Anne hesh and tommy lee jones have more chemistry no. than 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 jodie foster and Matthew wow McConaughey. very interesting 
one odd chemistries. Odd chemistries. Like Whoa. no more movies. sexual chemistry. But even, what about Ed Harris and uh, and Sally? Anyone and else? Sweet, and sweet scrumptious oh, they have Sally the most. Field. They have the most sexual chemistry. Can we get into Ed Harris? Yeah. Well, how, well, we are forty seven. Ed's like Ed's in. like Ed's like. Hold on. Yeah, forty seven. <laughs> hold on. What are you doing? Hey, girl. <laughs> Ed, what, what she under, She's biting on him. Rated. Like quietly, maybe my favorite Ed Harris performance. Because she's ready to yeah, kill. Yeah, I I really went back and forth, but I was really convinced when I was like kind of criticizing him, and then you were like, you were he's like, no, dad. I think he's a good dad. Like I think he's like really like the part when he was just like she's ever he's not trying to like punish Sally Field right. for for having an uh, a kind of her emotions that she needed to have but he mm-hmm. I, I thought it was really beautiful that his anger was rooted in expressing the amount of love for yes. for the daughter that was killed you know yeah. like Ed Harris is like acting the shit out of this yep. and he's also like I just want to mm-hmm. wrap mm-hmm. up in a hundred yards of his denim jacket mm-hmm. and like oh yeah and his hair just, he's got perfect hair baldness going on in the he's movie. got the hottest baldness he's ever. my bald icon he's he really like, is what, right? everything I hope to be in a man yeah 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 in a bald it's, man you really want like you want him to to look exactly like how he does he's such an interesting looking person mm-hmm. um very good looking man yeah 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 his eyes are so striking yep. you know yep. eyes, well, I watched, thigh, eyes thighs the whole I package truman show yesterday uh, i had a day off from the nba playoffs yesterday so i watched a lot of movies <laughs> um and in truman show truman show is like Half about whatever Jim Carrey's doing, and then half about like Ed Harris's face, basically. Uh, like, oh yeah, just watching. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've never seen it. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. Oh, it's just oh my like, god, it's oh, no, so we should, beautiful. Yeah. We got it. We're gonna do it. We have to okay. do it. Truman Show is still perfect. It's a perfect movie. Oh yeah, my I've god, never, I, like, I've never watch seen it. Again it. Right oh now. wow, 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 wow. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't really see or think about anything in the late nineties. So yeah, I hear you. Is it ninety? That's not ninety-seven, though, is it? Yeah, I think so. And it's um, and it's it may be ninety-eight, and it's uh, it's Peter Weir. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, my love, take my heart until I die. Not the words to the song. Are you like writing down new fake words to the song? Beyond the sky. No, I just. Can I ask? Can we? First of all, I'm just gonna. Can we quickly go off the menu? Yeah, we can come back off the menu. Yeah, well, I just want to ask. I want to ask a personal question. Oh, you have. Let's go off the menu. Yeah, we're sorry. I'll be your fill-in when you are blue, so you can fool me some more. I know you'll hike it, someday you'll pack, then you'll be leaving my door. Oh, but I kind of like it, taking you back, so you can fool me some more. I only look for roses when in season. Ah, oh, but you're a rose that comes and goes without a I make my mind up, I'm just a fool, someday I'll even the score, only to wind up breaking the rule, so you can fool me some more.
slice in, slice in, slice it. Go ahead. Seth Parker, I have, I've thought about the legend of your pedagogy many, many times. Oh my God. In my life. But can you tell us a little bit more about Panama, about that assignment where you had them write the lost verses of Panama? Was that right? I think there was a lost verse. I I can't remember. Give a little background here. Panama. Yeah. Well, I just think I was into the. Is you that were the, teaching one twelve at UMass. Is it nineteen eighty four? What al- What's the name College of the album? Writing. What's the name uh, of the nineteen eighty four? Nineteen eighty four is the name of the. I was album. into the album, and doing the one twelve class or whatever. And college writing. College writing. There's a little, little uh, yeah, a little, just free write exercise. Mm-hmm. Which was just about filling space. I mean, just yeah, trying yeah, to fill as much space, yeah. filling as much space until this fucking class is over as possible. I could never. <laughs> <laughs> I ended so many classes like five minutes. Ago, I was like, "That's it. I can't." That's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> so if I was trying to just like stretch some time with Panama <laughs> at the time, I'm sure. And I love it. So I was like, "Fuck! I love this listening to the song." So I just bring it into the classroom. But yeah, it's uh-huh. just the same as like that's how yeah. I, that's how I like to give gifts too. I'm like I like this shit. Yeah. Here, you you yeah. now yeah. you be burdened with it. Ooh. Did they did, um, were they into it? Or did they did they kind of buy into it and go along? Were I think they did. Yeah, they had of, fun. I think there was usually if you can get even one person it. to be saddled with a an yeah, and I'm sure many desire to listen to Panama it. for the rest that's of their lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and think it's all worthwhile. A, a good I, day. I, I was thinking about that because I lost a push up contest to Panama in denver oh to danny God. rado we had a push-up contest at a bar danny rado? She, had, she had been like trying to show me how to like work out my frail body <laughs> and uh <laughs> and i think that she had just recovered from like breaking her arm in a bike accident oh and like smashing yeah her but face it's like stuff. so her to make you do a push-up contest. yeah but but like so we were like i i I might be remembering this wrong, but I I remember like just kind of talking shit about how much I could do push-ups, and like we were at we were at the PS Lounge I think, and we did knuckle push-ups, and I I did like she did like thirty one and I did twenty nine, wow. and I was about ready to die, but I was like a different kind of frame then, you know, yeah. and I had actually been kind of working out mm-hmm. a little bit or just doing push-ups in my like one room sad apartment. Um, wow, you did push-ups in there like a like a weird ass like like killer. Linda Hamilton. Yeah, like, like I've just like Linda Hamilton doing pull-ups on a coat rack. <laughs> the one thing like just in a in a like a white tank top, just waiting for fucking T five to come. Oh, <laughs> but I I lost to her. Oh, and how what what we did is we like we had talked about it and then we put panama on this sort of like jukebox and then there were all these bros playing um pool and we cleared them out we were like look this is important and played panama and like played panama like a couple of times and so it was like we cleared the space out and then we did that and there were just like all these people around but like well, maybe you so... got me into Panama at UMass. No, no, no. This is way after Denver. Mm. But the whole reason I'm thinking about this is I was thinking about the pedagogical power of Seth Parker in that mm. moment. Mm-hmm. That mm. was fueling me into my into the 20s when my body was dying oh. and my spirit had to take had to take it home. It was taken at home to your 112 classroom. Like that was a time when I was really inspired by teaching. Oh. You are an influential genius, Seth. It's oh, true. You are the, y'all are sweet. That's why I keep. That's why I keep talking to y'all every. 
Yeah, we got to remember to praise you every once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) This really is like this. This is some some. You you know, it's like now the guilt. The guilt is already building. I gotta. I'm gonna have to unload all kinds of love on y'all. So as I tried to do. Since we're off the menu, can I tell you about this other movie I watched mm-hmm. today called mm-hmm. Rolling Thunder? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it a director, helicopter same movie? Director as... So it's the same director as Brain Scan and the first Steven Seagal movie, Out for Justice. I can't believe mm. that this is possible. And it's this guy, John Flynn, who directed it, but it's a, it's a, it's a Paul Schrader script. <gasps> um, and is, is it a Western? No, it's... Uh, well, kind of. So it's... Um, it's like a post-Vietnam drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy, B- William Devane, plays like a mm-hmm. guy who just got home from Vietnam. He's like a hero. Uh, or he, sorry, he was a POW mm-hmm. in the town. He's from San Antonio. He gets back to San Antonio. The town is celebrating him. This like local car car dealership gives him like a new Cadillac and like a a suitcase basically full of silver dollars that are. Um, like they kept a silver dollar for every day that he was a prisoner of war and they give him this like like suitcase of $2500 in silver dollars wow. and then these like these like low level mobsters not mobsters but like just like criminals show up at his house and they like murder his son and his wife and Ooh. they try they shoot him as well but he lives and then the movie is like about what happens after that but uh, Tommy Lee Jones. It's like an early Tommy Lee Jones movie. Can Whoa. you just like tell as much as you can remember about it? Because I want to just like hear. Well, I don't more know. I, want, I think I think you should watch it. I think it's like a really good movie. What's Tommy Lee like? He's his friend. He's like another POW. Ooh, yeah. Do you see haunches? His haunches. Yeah. Haunches? Wait, can you see the de- like a kind of evolution of his haunches? Through, no, through no, you don't see. Unfortunately, Him, like just doing squats. There's not a lot of haunch. Oh, but there is like there's like kind of a like a love interest that William Devane has. I forget the actor's name who plays this woman, but she is so good. And it's like, um, okay, the other thing that's cool about this movie is I've never seen an actor smile as genuinely as this woman smiles like throughout hmm. this movie. Ooh. She just it like yeah. really seems like she's on a good date with William Devane at one <sighs> point. Like it's like uh, even though he's like giving her nothing like charisma wise. Uh-huh. Um, but William Devane's really good, great actor. Love that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I do love him. Rolling He's Thunder. Like, yeah. Supposedly Tarantino really loves that movie. Mm-hmm. I love this. Yeah. So that means Tarantino loves Brain Scan too. I everyone does like as it. We do. Everyone as one does. As came one out does. the same year as Pulp Fiction. Oh wow! I bet he loves fucking out for justice as well. Because who doesn't love out for justice? <laughs> Fucking out for justice. I'm still thinking about like I, I think about the fictional um, movie Train to Fuck um, <laughs> with 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 William Baldwin as Baldwin as a as a voice actor train to a fuck. porpoise that is like trained to fuck, and that like I think Steven Seagal. <laughs> A porpoise that's trained to fuck. Is it like? Yeah. Is it trained to fuck or just train? It's to on fuck? A train. No, it's it's just trained to fuck. The porpoise just gets on. A gets train. On the wow. Metro. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, train. It's a little bit of a. That's Back another train. 
great movie that the train the Burt Lancaster movie about the French and the Germans in World War anyway mm. um yeah movies are good I love movies they're the best <laughs> there's so many of them and like yeah I get so excited about like finding a movie I haven't heard about uh-huh. from that's like that I should have heard about or that like slip through the cracks somehow like the these like big but not big budget but like uh-huh. major hollywood medium films. budget movies like yeah. uh like hollywood films from the 70s 80s and 90s with major hollywood actors mm-hmm. in them that somehow like slip uh, uh slip through the cracks had y'all ever heard of eye for an eye but like back in the I time had that it I was had released? heard of it a ton of times and I kind of like remembered the like that there was a movie about Sally Field trying to get revenge for her like daughter being murdered and like with ice um, and I think I even remembered that Kiefer Sutherland was the bad guy mm-hmm. but yeah I had like forgotten all about it and like it's just so great that it exists mm-hmm. I feel like that about like almost like 90% of dungeon movies because yeah. like it'll be like yeah. you know like absolute power night of the hunted like all these things that I'm like especially like night of the hunted was like really oh, cool. brought something yeah. out in me you know yeah, it was mainly just a Scott Glenn based reaction oh no sorry you're talking about night of the running oh 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 night oh, of the oh, oh, yeah. yeah yeah night of the hunter is great too but oh night yeah of night of the hunter is really like um, but yeah i had never seen like i just didn't I didn't see a lot of movies in the nineties at all. And so like my, it's like, I was like my brain memory around movies was like switched on like before 1985 and like after 2004 Mm -hmm. or something, you know, it's interesting to explore those gaps. Like the early, cause like, I think I've talked about this before, but I love watching action movies so much. Mm -hmm. And, but like from like 99 to like 2005, I was like, too much of a snob to go to the movie mm-hmm, theater mm-hmm. to watch an action movie or something. Mm. Yeah. I think I told it because I think Seth, when we went to see Tokyo Drift, was like, that basically was like, that got me back into it, kind of. Like, oh. See, you're like, you you redirect people's life in a positive way. And that direction. was, see, I, don't, I can't remember who else we went with. It was I, me, I you, was and Chirag. Like, okay. We were, yeah, we were just kind of mutually along for the ride. Well, did, we didn't we, go, we weren't we didn't go, did we go to see, it. yeah, we went no. to go see something else and then we we're just like, fuck and it, we, let's go see. It was, what we wanted to see, I can't remember what it even was, but I know it wasn't sold out. We just like, <laughs> we, we saw a poster, I think, for Tokyo Drift. And we just, like, one we of drifted. us was like, wouldn't it be funny if we just saw Tokyo Drift? <laughs> and then, like, suddenly we were buying tickets for Tokyo Drift. That's a beautiful thing. It was the mm-hmm. best. That was so good. Shouts to Chirag. We should watch Tokyo mm-hmm. Drift. Yeah. We should do Tokyo Drift. Yeah, Tokyo Drift, that's the one that's got a lot of Southern in it. Oh uh, yeah, Lucas Black is kind of <laughs> yeah. That, Lucas he Black. is the mo- like he is like barely alive in that movie. Yeah, yeah. His affect is like turned. It's like he, like Jodie Foster is like turning beyond the zero. Like <laughs> it's like, like just you, it's like watching it's like a human a being disappear no, in the shape of a person. No. <laughs> it's like if you took Paul Walker, stripped him of all charisma. And made yeah. him and made him like more average looking. And yeah. fed him to Nell. It just kind of made him. <laughs> <laughs> you touched my life and turned my heart around. It seems when 
I love 